Hey y'all, we back with another episode. This is Haley. It's Nina. And it's Drew. And today we're going to talk about depression. And this is a very sensitive topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we all have had our moments, or think we did. But the, before we get started, depression is both a brain disorder and a state of mind. The brain is unique. It is only... It is the only organ whose function we consciously experience because the brain is the organ of the mind. And this is from um, hopeofdepression.org. Yeah. So I didn't make that up. <laughs> um, some facts about depression. Um, it affects over 18 million adults, one in 10 in, in any given year. Um, it is the leading disability for ages 15 through 44. And it is the primary reason why someone dies of suicide every 12 minutes. Over 41,000 people dead a year. Mm. Uh, comments? And that's crazy. It did, that just shows you, like, those numbers show you how many people actually deal with depression and how much people might not ever know that because a lot of people don't speak about depression or don't feel like they have anyone that cares enough to talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think definitely for any college students listening around this time, especially like after midterms and between finals Mm -hmm. is extremely stressful for students. And I think that's when like mental illness starts to really become like prominent and debilitating where like you can't really ignore it anymore, Mm -hmm. which is like really bad timing because that's when it's the most risky for uh, students where if they miss an exam or an assignment, their entire grade could be ruined, they could lose scholarships, they could ruin their entire future for something that is completely out of their control. And, mm-hmm. and the main issue that we need to like deal with this, I think, is just like education that mental illness is a thing, it's not made up. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, it needs to be something that everyone knows about just like physical um illnesses are yeah and then another statistic that i have is that uh 25 percent of americans don't feel like they have one person to confide in so yeah that's that's saddening right there because that shows you how many people feel like they're alone Mm -hmm. and a part of depression is that feeling of being alone and so um, that affects, I mean, being alone affects everyone, but people with depression is, is even worse. It's really hard in the, um, the black community mm-hmm. to own up to depression yes. because um, we're not known to be weak. We're not weak people. Mm-hmm. You know, we survived a lot. So like us going to our parents like, hey, I feel this way, they'll just be like, suck it up. Right. You know, right. get over it, figure it out. You know, I did it. I'm all right. You're all right. You mm-hmm. breathing. You know, like, so it's it's kind of downplayed. Like, depression yeah. is downplayed in the black community. Like, it doesn't, they try not to make it exist, but it exists. It exists a lot. And, um, but as a community, we don't, we're not going to admit that. Right. And by the way, we're not saying that you're weak if you have depression. No, we're not. So don't so don't do that. I just I just wanted to clear that up. We're not. I'm not saying that at all. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying like, you know, from an African American community, 
they 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 will consider it as weak and they consider mm-hmm. it as uh, an excuse. There we there go. Yeah. They consider yeah. it as an excuse not to do what you're supposed to do because you're too busy blaming your depression. Exactly. And so it's hard for us to come out or to uh, tell anyone. Or to even get help. Or to get help, exactly. Because we've already been shamed about it, so it would be kind of hard to go to a counselor mm-hmm. or to anyone else because because we'll, in the house we've already been uh, shamed for it. Right. So it's like, how do you get your parents to be like, oh, like, to help you with, like, say, say if you're still living at home or whatever your situation might be, uh, that you're still involved with your parents in that way to get uh, counseling. But it's just like, why do you want to go to counseling? Like, you can't tell them. Yeah, you can't tell them the truth. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, it's about that depression stuff. Oh, no, you're not going. <laughs> like, that's even in the Even in the Latin community, you know, yeah. it's like that, too, in, in the Mexican community. I think it's for a lot of minorities, and it's ironic yeah. because when you think about it, the people that I think are affected the most from everyday life are minorities yeah. because they experience racism mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, people in the LGBT community mm-hmm. are experience, experience oppression and at least for minorities, there is like that major issue where a lot of the time... Um, elders are kind of like ignore it get over it mm-hmm. yeah focus on something real and tangible and so it's yeah. not really like accepted as an actual problem exactly um, but yeah that's it's it's crazy to me because I feel like minorities are the ones that need the support the most because of you know the mental distress we go to just by existing in the situ- in the uh, way that we mm-hmm. live in. But counseling is so expensive. They you make know, it, it like is. impossible to even try to get help. It's like seventy five dollars a session, right? And if that. Yeah. By the way, here we do um, we do have a counseling center, and it costs five dollars for students for the first six sessions, and after that, it's ten dollars, and then. It goes up after that, after, I think, past 10 sessions. So you're saying 20. get fixed after the first one. What? So you're <laughs> saying be fixed after the first one. Right, but I feel like that's messed up that they they put the price so high. Like, and I'm just talking about in general, like, you said $75 a session. Okay, like, for really good ones, it's way more it's than way that. It's way more than that. So it's like, why, why does it cost so much to get help? Like, why are they doing that? It's like they don't want you to get help. But that's just like that with medicine. Yeah. Yeah. It costs money. Anything, anything that's needed. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> anything that is needed, it costs. Like tampons. Insulin. Thank you. Aspirin. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Everything that we need costs money. So. This is America. This is America. <laughs> they say get counseling. Who's paying for it? <laughs> like, come on. Mm-hmm. But uh, some treatments for depression. Um, if it's, um, like hormones and brain chemistry imbalance, like, I, Mm -hmm. I would go see a counselor so you could be prescribed some type of medicine because I don't think there's anything you can like physically do for a a chemical imbalance. Like, Mm -mm. no, because that's in the mind. That's all in the mind. So we have different medications to try to, to get that those imbalances back balanced yeah. so that you're not having those issues. But stress and trauma, I believe there is a treatment. And mm-hmm. I feel that 
from my experience, I'm not going to just throw out and just say, like, you know, I think that you should do this. So I'm going to just say from my experience, because I battled it last year and I overcame it. Um, find things to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, we woke up this morning. You're able to hear, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for those who can walk, talk and see, you can walk, talk and see. Um, it's a blessing within itself. It's a blessing within itself. And um, what else? Uh, there's a lot of things that you think that are problems that other people pray to have. Mm-hmm. So I always think of that. Like whenever I get down about school or get stressed out about money, I know there's people in the third world country that wish <laughs> they had a problem with paying for tuition. <laughs> who wish they had a problem with um being hungry for 30 minutes you know like <laughs> i i go ape crap when i'm hungry you know like right. but people don't eat for days and yeah. they, they winging it so mm-hmm. i always think about that and like always when i get stressed out about school i i also think about people in third world country that wish they were here mm-hmm. to worry about an essay <laughs> and that and that gives me motivation to like all right let me knock this out right like i feel like i'm doing it for them Although I'm not, <laughs> but like I feel like I'm doing it for them because yes. that's that's what I needed to push myself mm-hmm. to uh, get it done. But I always count my blessings mm-hmm. whenever I feel like I'm getting in a hole. It's always a way out. For sure, I think that's really good advice, and I especially like tie you out of it at the beginning. Like there, first of all, the fact that there are multiple different treatments available, there are medicines you can take. There's a way of thinking that you can. Do I know people will say exercising, doing something, being around yes. friends. There's always something that you can do. And I, mm-hmm. I liked even more than that, the fact that you, like, stress that you're not trying to tell anybody that they need to do anything in order to fix themselves. Because I've, like, mm-hmm. noticed there's, like, a big pattern in that. If somebody says, oh, I'm not happy or I don't feel good, there's always one person that's like, oh, well, you just need to yeah. walk 30 minutes a day. <laughs> right, <laughs> so you'll be, it's not, it's not it's something not that that's easy. like that. Yeah, and I feel like um, with that, people, other people telling you, oh, you need to walk 30 minutes a day, well... Okay, that might work for you, but that might not work for the other person. Yeah. Everybody has different ways that they cope. And some ways are not going to work for other people that they work for you. So it's just like finding your the coping mechanisms that work for you and working with those. Find your happy place. Yeah, you have to find your And happy write place. down your happy place. Remember that happy place. <laughs> and every time you get in that hole, look at that paper. And remember your happy and place. And go to your happy place. And go there. Go there. I don't do care not what you have to stay do. in that hole. Because right. when you stay in that hole, you're just going to keep digging. Mm-hmm. And it's going to keep digging. It's going to get so damn deep. I'm saying damn. It's going to get <laughs> so damn deep where it's going to be hard to get out. Real so hard. find that happy place and run to it. Because oh, once yeah. you get that shovel digging, that shovel will keep going. And you can't even control the shovel no more. You can't. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to start to think about everything that you wish you had, mm-hmm. everything that you wish you like you were, and all that stuff. Yeah. And you're going to overwhelm yourself, and it's just going to make your depression worse. Right. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Good stuff. I want to yeah. pedal back to the conversation we had about how it's hard for um, as us, as members of the black community, to talk about the existence of mental health. Yeah. You know, another community that I think also kind of has this problem, I would say, is, like, the 
comedy, comedic influencers, comedians. Oh, because they're supposed humor. to be funny all the time. Yeah, like the classic example of Robin Williams. Right. This like iconic actor, a talented comedian who has this like amazing history of putting out great like artwork who committed suicide because of his depression and like who uh robin williams Williams. i don't know really funny he Um, played the um the genie and aladdin um he also misses doubtfire yeah yeah go ahead no oh okay well um there's um a few other uh celebrities too that are you know, known for being funny, but also, like, have this depression, and there is, like, community, which I think you've talked about, like, on Twitter, that jokes about, like, having mental illness and depression and making it a cool thing, but then there are our comedians that kind of ignore it, and, like, the relationship of, like, mental illness and depression and comedy has always been kind of one that I'm not sure is, like, always healthy. Yeah. Um, I'm not really exactly sure what I'm trying to say, but, like, finding that it's really common, like, people that use comedy, even though, like, you wouldn't think that they are depressed. Right. I get what you're saying. It's, yeah. like, I guess a, a cover-up? In a way. Because it's, like, they're trying to they're trying to bring happiness to others as much as they can because they struggle with not being happy at times. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's like they're trying to be that person that, you know, brings joy to others because they know what it's like to not have joy. But that sounds like bullying, too. Like when bullies, mm. um, half the time, they're going through something. So since um, they're sad, they want everybody else to be sad. So, like, it's like the opposite. It's like the opposite, yeah. but it's their coping mechanism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a really to good take point. somebody else down. Because they're down. But they're not going to admit they're down. Mm-mm. They're not going to well, admit. Well, if you think of the same thing with people that have, like, girls with, like, daddy issues or that really want attention. Right. They act like that because they don't get attention. So they think, mm-hmm. well, maybe if I act really attention-seeking, that will... It's interesting. People yeah. use that to, like, get what they need. Yeah. That, oh, that's another topic. Um, Back to depression. <laughs> For sure. Uh, <laughs> we can talk about that one day. Yeah. Um... So if you're feeling like empty, sad, that's that's a sign. Anxious, hopeless, and helpless, definitely a sign. Lost interest in and active in activities that you once enjoyed mm-hmm. is a sign. Um, well, this is this is what the uh, website says, FP. So don't get mad at me. I'm just a messenger. It says decrease in sex drive. That's a sign. Low energy or fatigue is a sign. Trouble with concentration, memory, and decision-making is a sign. Um, changes in appetite, weight, and sleeping patterns. Now, let me tell you, that's how I knew. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm talking about myself. Physical symptoms, um, headaches, digestive issues, body aches, pain, that don't uh, subside with treatment. So, like I said, just find your happy place and count your blessings. That's that's the only thing advice I can give you, give you guys. Cause what I did for myself was exercise, but that's mm-hmm. just me, and I know that's not everybody else. So that's not the first thing I threw out there. No, cause exercising makes me feel depressed. <laughs> 
Is it because you don't know what you're doing? Or is it because what? No, I know. That's how I feel, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, dang. What the- I, just I have all these goals to accomplish, but I can't accomplish it because I'm so out of shape. <laughs> so you're focused on being out of shape more than actually doing it? You know it's a process, yeah. right? It, it don't is. just happen the first workout. And that's depressing. <laughs> I know. My I know. way, anyway, uh, that I think for me works is reaching out to people, reaching out to yes. my uh, network of uh, people that love me and care right. about me whenever I'm like, feeling like I'm falling into the deep end. Right, and that's important, having the people um, that love you and, you know, that make you laugh because laughing, sorry, laughing? I mean, laughter is (laughs) the best medicine. So when you feel down, you need to, I don't know, I don't care, back to comedians, watch a comedy show, Hmm. like, Go go see a movie or something that makes you laugh. Go Watch Kevin Hart. Talk to your funniest friend that you have. Like, do something that's gonna make you laugh. Yeah. Because that literally makes you feel better. And even more than that, know that even if you are on medication that's not working or trying different things that aren't working, please don't ever give up. I know it's hard, mm-hmm. especially I have a lot of friends with medication that. They've been working on trying to find the right combination to get their brain levels correctly functioning. And it's been years. And it's a hard process. So just keep Mm -hmm. on trying and don't give up. Because, you know, there's always going to be somebody that wants you here on this earth. Yeah. And know that you're not alone. You're not. Like 20 to 25% of Americans do suffer from depression. So think about how many people that really is. And so, you're not fighting this alone. Mm-mm. It's real. It's a real thing. Um, don't let nobody downplay it, but only you can overcome it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Only you can overcome Can't nobody live your life for mm-hmm. you but you. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't like the way you feel, change it. Mm-hmm. Very true. Change it. That's- this is the sign that you've been waiting for. <laughs> Wait, oh, oh, how about this? If you're looking for a sign... That's your sign. Whenever you want a sign, that is your sign. If you look, yeah, if you ever have a thought, well, maybe if there's well, a God, sign. Well, God, give me a sign. That is, that is your sign. You asking for a sign is a sign, girl, boy, so change. Change. Period. Quote from Haley. You Quote from Haley. Whenever you looking for a sign, there's, there's your, your sign. sign. Now put that in a meme. Put that <laughs> in your Instagram bio, okay? Yeah. Shoot. And I think that concludes our uh, depression talk. Okay. So, yeah, that I guess my sign summarized everything. Nah, okay, so, <laughs> uh, summary, um, find your happy place, uh, love yourself, you're perfect. Can I add something? On Girl, that? go ahead. Do what you got to do. Okay, so I feel like meditation oh, yeah. is key when it comes Explain to meditation. Explain meditation, Nia. So let me tell y'all. Tell us, Nia. <laughs> tell us, Nia. So you don't have to act like a monk. It, it, because that's no because listen that's the first thing i think about exactly. some bald-headed dude in a big old robe right you don't have to be that bald-headed dude you don't don't shave your head please don't shake your head, head off you don't have to sit in some type of religious place 
and meditate because meditation doesn't even have to be religious it could be in your room so that's one thing i feel like a lot of people get wrong with meditation it's not just a religious thing so fine whatever makes you peaceful i don't care like if r&b makes you peaceful listen to that and that's what i do personally i listen to my r&b i find my happy place i close my eyes and you know just relax Mm -hmm. just find your peace and be at peace with yourself and where you're at in life and explain why you're grateful to yourself. Mm-hmm. And just be in silence. There we go. And explain meditation. Yeah. Just silence. Be silence. Um, just finding your happy place, honestly. it's You don't have to pray or anything. You can pray. It helps. But you don't have to. <laughs> Uh, what else, y'all? I think for meditation. those who are not religious, it mainly has to do with being content with being alone. Exactly, like being completely alone and happy as if you're with somebody else. You know, exactly, because you have to give yourself that time to recharge your own batteries, mm-hmm. and because everybody needs that time to themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so please, please meditate, and that actually really does help depression tremendously. Uh, so back to our summary, Haley. <laughs> well, hey, you you pretty much summed it up. Yeah, good job. Thank you. But yeah, self love, all of that. Find your happy place. Meditate. Have your connection. Have yeah. your connections. Reach out. Yes. Do not do this alone. Yeah. And you're not. You're, and not, you're alone. not alone. Remember, you're not alone. And always count your blessings. Please, mm-hmm. always count your blessings. That will, I'm telling you, that will overrule whatever you think you're going through. <laughs> like, if you just count the smallest blessing, mm-hmm. somebody across the world or down the street wish they had that blessing. True. Very, very true. So this is Haley. This is Nia. And this is Drew. And Thanks. we're signing out. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye, dear FPU. Bye. Bye.